You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can find notes for this message along with more information about our church by visiting church2911.com. Here's our associate pastor, Brent Hand, with this week's message. We are, uh, we've been doing this sermon series basically since Easter about what's next. And we kind of took a left turn last week and started talking about motivational gifts and uh, how they're listed there in Romans uh, chapter 12. And we're going to continue that series for the next several weeks. But the basis here is that, that, that what we, what we want to get back to is seeing people live out what, how God has gifted them. And we want to see people do that in our church. And we believe that God's gifted you in, in different ways. And we want to see you live that out. And so if you haven't already, there's a test online. You can check it out. It's at church2911.com slash test. You can take that in a little while. Um, it's also it's on the linked on the sermon notes on the connect page if you want to check that out uh, and and find out what that gift is that, that how God's gifted you. Uh, but our our um, we want to see people live out the way that God has has gifted them, and we want to see people serve and help help make the dream happen of 2011 and what what we're supposed to be as a church. And we've always said that you know well there's always been this rule kind of that uh, that that in most churches about 20% of the people do 80% of the work. And we've always said that we want to be a church that flips that rule and has 80% of the people, p- people do, do all the 80% of the work, you know? And, uh, and so that's what we want to get to. And right now we did, we've done kind of like a little, uh, a little bit of research into what's actually going on in our church. And right now we're sitting at a little over 40%. And so that's, that's a little bit above average for most churches. But that's not, that's not where we want to be at. We want to see that, that number go up, and we, we want to see people begin to serve again. And we know that some of our teams took some hits during COVID, just like a lot of people, a lot of things took hits during COVID. But it's time to, to get back to, to getting in there, and let's make this happen. And so we want to see those of you that aren't serving, not, not just because not just we need things done, but because you need to find that place where, where you're fulfilled, where, where the, you're, you feel like it's not just coming in and sitting down on a Sunday but that you're coming in and that you're part of this and that you're helping make this happen. And so we want to we invite you over the next several weeks to learn more about how you're gifted. And, uh, and so we're going to jump right in today. And let's read Romans 12, uh, uh, start with verse 6. Uh, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of you, us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. And so, um, you know, we're going to walk through each one of those gifts. There are seven listed there. We're going to walk through each one over the next several weeks. But today, we're going to start right there at the bottom with mercy, okay? Uh, We're going to start with mercy today and talk about that. Mercy, the word there. Uh, can be trans, you know, originally in Greek, it can be translated a couple of different ways. But basically, what it means is to show compassion. It means to show compassion or to have pity on someone. Uh, is to show that mercy. And and here's the thing: is last week we took this test, and I'm not, I, I, I'm just be real with you guys, okay? I had probably about 13 people walk up to me after service and just tell me how poorly they did in the mercy category, <laughs> okay? More than any other comment after service, I probably had more conversations about how poorly. And look, I get, I, I'm, as someone that scores maybe higher in mercy, I feel bad about having to get up and talk to you this morning about it, okay? That's, 
that's where I'm at. So, uh, uh, so have some mercy on me this morning. But I want to encourage us all, and, and not just, you know, if you feel like, oh, I scored high in mercy, you know, and I feel like that's my gift, there's still room for improvement. There's still ways you have, things you have to learn about how to use that and utilize it. So we want to talk about that, and that's why we want to talk about all the gifts, is for everybody to find that. And, uh, and so I want to talk to both, people that are are that do have that gift and people that don't okay and uh people that are strong in that people who are not so strong in it because we all need uh none of us are perfect we all need to find out how to grow that better so uh mercy is something we just sang about right we just sang about it and, and, and jesus paid it off right we just sang about mercy because we all know about it firsthand if we're christians or if we've given our life to christ we know mercy firsthand right that we have been shown compassion we have been shown forgiveness when we did not deserve it we all messed up it's really easy to look around and see all the ways other people mess up but remember that we've all messed up that we've all fallen short you know we still do we still mess up and we still need that mercy right we we, we all know that mercy firsthand and uh and uh in first peter he, he, he peter tells us about that in first peter for, verse uh Verse 3 of the first chapter, it says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Mercy is why the cross happened. It's why all of this happened is because of his mercy. Because of, of his great mercy, it's what drove him to do that. And so we all are recipients of mercy. And, and here's the thing is, I know that, that sometimes that's really easy for us, but then we look around, we like, when it, when it begins, other people are getting mercy, that can get in our way, you know, that can be a little bit distracting. Sometimes mercy seems like it's just a, you know, it's, it's like someone, you know, taking up too much time or, or, or worrying too much about other people's feelings, those kind of things. And you know what, it, it can seem like it's in the way. But you know, um, I want to use an analogy real quick, and that is, that is, there, there's, I don't know if you've ever noticed this before, if you've been in this room before, but there's this pole right in the middle of the room. Have you ever, y'all ever noticed that? There's a pole right there. And if, I mean, if you sit right here, y'all know what I'm talking about, because y'all are doing this thing, because I do it too. When I sit back there, I'm like doing this, you know, looking around, depending on what's going on, trying to read the screen. And that pole can be really in the way. It can seem like it's really, you know, a, a problem. Like, we need to get rid of it. We need to do something about it. Let me tell you what, if we move that pole out of the middle of this room, under this roof, what do you think would happen? We'd all be crushed, okay? We'd all have problems seeing the screen, right? <laughs> Under the... so, so there are things, there are things like that all the time, and mercy is one of those things I think that sometimes when we realize its purpose, it can become so much stronger in our lives. But there has to be balance. And so I want us to kind of start off with the bad news first, guys. There has to be some balance. It can't just be unbridled mercy. Uh, C.S. Lewis said this. He said, mercy detached from justice grows unmerciful. I, I always quote C.S. Lewis. I don't know what it is. I love to quote C.S. Lewis. I tried not to. I had a different person quoted here, and then this just came, came to me, and I felt like this had to be right here. I had to tell you guys, because that, that just, that just, that, that's just it, right? Is that mercy by itself, I mean, that, that could be just lead to an unmerciful world. It could just lead to, lead to a world that's just, that's just messed up because everybody's being taken advantage of, and that's not, that's not helpful, that's not what it's supposed to be, but it's like the prophet Micah said. He, says, what is the, he said, what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and, and to walk humbly with your God. But it's, it's, just, it's justice and mercy together, 
working together. And when we have those things in balance in our life, then something, that something good happens. But the problem is, is for those of us who are gifted in mercy, sometimes that's not the case. Is we, we, you, can, you can get very uh, you can get taken advantage of. You can uh, you be easily swayed right or the left, you know. And you can, you can see all sides of the, of the issue, and it can be hard to make a decision there. And, and so it can, we can get all wrapped up in emotions, and, and we can become uh, very irrational sometimes if we're not, if we're not paying attention to, what we, to, the, to the justice that needs to be done, if we're not paying attention to the reality of things. But, but, but mercy at its very core is irrational. Mercy is irrational, right? The cross is irrational, right? It makes no sense. Why would God, why would God die for, for us? That makes no sense. That, that doesn't that make, make that make sense. That's irrational. But that's what mercy is. Mercy is irrational. So thank God that mercy is irrational, right? Because, because what Jesus saw when he looks, looked at the world before the cross, what he sees is a world full of a, a broken world, full of broken people trying to enact some sort of broken justice upon each other, right? And so mercy had to step in. Mercy had to step in and make a declaration, make something, make a difference in what was going on, right? And so it's just like uh, what Gandhi said, you know, well, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Uh, but Jesus, I think, said, kind of said this before, and he said, you know, you know you've heard an eye for an eye, but, it's, it, it, but, you know, it's really what it should be is, is if someone strikes you, turn the other cheek so they can strike you on the other side. That, that's irrational, right? That's irrational because that, that sounds like we're going to be taken advantage of. But Jesus told us to, to love our neighbors and to, to not just love our neighbors, but to love our enemies, right? He said in, in uh, Luke chapter 6, he says, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the, and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Here's the thing. is that, that, that Showing mercy is a gift for some, but it's a command for all. It's a command for all of us. And that, now, that, that doesn't mean, you know, some people it comes easier to, and some people it doesn't, but it means, it means that we've all got to do our best, right? We've all got to do our best. And I know that's kind of hard sometimes. Someone sitting up here that's, that's you know, that's may, maybe scores higher in that, that gifting than, than somebody that doesn't. But, you know, it's like I remember back in high school, like being in, in 12th grade, uh, was, what was it? It was like pre-Cal, I think. And the, the, the uh, teacher was up there just going to town on the board. Like, say, I had no idea what was going on, you know? And I was just like, can someone please come up here that, that, does, <laughs> that, that doesn't understand this and explain this to me because I don't get any of it. And so I understand how, how that feels, but, but we're all called to, to, be, to be merciful. Even if some of us are gifted in it, get, are, are more gifted in it and showing it, we're all called, uh, we're all commanded. To uh, show that mercy, because here's the truth: is our world is always running short on mercy. Our world is such a mercy is, is such an unforgiving place. You know, one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube, and I'm I'm gonna let y'all in on this. This is kind of weird. 
everybody has some weird things you watch on YouTube sometimes. But the thing I watch on YouTube, I get st- stuck in, and my wife comes in and is like, oh, I'm watching this again. I like to watch people watch movies that I've already seen, reaction videos. I like to watch people watch movies, especially movies I like. I like to see people just see how they react. I, I don't know why. I just love it. And it's one, I mean, I, I watch, there's several different people I watch just watch movies, and I love to, I love to watch it. And I'll get suckered into watching one and watch the whole thing. And I've already seen the movie. I'm just watching somebody watch it. It's the weirdest thing. Um, But one of the things that always strikes me about this is whenever the villain, whenever they start acting, there's always this, this joy that comes over the people watching these movies. Like whenever the villain starts to, you know, when the tables start to turn on the villain, they always get riled up. And, you know, part of that's the algorithm, and they're like, you know, trying to show the emotion they need to show, you know, just to get the clicks or whatever. But, man, that's, that's such a thing in our lives, isn't it? We like to see the bad guys, you know, get the tables turned on them, right? We like to see that. But, you know what, our world is such, it's always running short on mercy, and that's one of the reasons is because there's something inside of us that likes that, that likes to see the bad guy get, get his nose rubbed in it, get, get you know, get the uh, get his comeuppance, and you know, but, but, but Micah, like we read just a minute ago, Micah said, act justly. We're, we are to act justly, and, but we're called to love mercy. We're called to act justly, but we're called to love mercy. We're supposed to be excited. We're supposed to be, be, be uh, you know, moved when, when, the, when the person that deserves evil gets good. We're, spo- we're supposed to love that, and that's hard. That's a hard thing to do, because, but, but, but that's what we're, we're called to do, is to love mercy. And that doesn't mean that we go running back to, to people who've hurt us, or that doesn't mean that we, we open ourselves up to just get run all over. But that means that we forgive people, and we allow healing to take place, that we let the past be the past, and we move on, and that we show mercy, and we don't expect bad for other people that we begin to believe the best for people and i i know that 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 yes for some of us it comes easier than others but this world needs mercy it needs mercy right and not just to be told about it but to be shown it to be shown it right here right now and it's sometimes me and you are the only way they're ever going to see it is is the way that we are merciful to one another, to those that have done us wrong. And we, we ha- and that's, that's even like the definition of mercy, is that, that if somebody has, you, you have the right, you have, in order for, to show mercy, you have to have the right to, to, to inflict revenge on somebody, right? That's, that's the whole point of mercy. And, but, but to be merciful is to, to step back and say, no, no, I, I want good for this person. I want, I want good things, right? And, and so the world needs that. Or else, what, the whole world goes blind. Uh, and, and like I said, that's, that's easier for some people than it is for others. But here's the thing. Those of you that are gifted in mercy, we're called to lead the charge. We're called to, to, to lead that. Is that, yes, we all are called to mercy, but those of us that are gifted in it, we need to double down and show that mercy and make sure that others see it and see the ways that they can, they can be more merciful, too. That, that's part of why we're gifted like that, why God has gifted us with that motivational gift, um, is to lead that charge. 
Um, one of the ways, I think, the best examples in Scripture of mercy at work, and this may not even, I mean, I've, re I've read this like, I don't know how many times, uh, this versions of this, this story. Um, but but I, I, this has never jumped out at me before. But Matthew 20, uh, Jesus and his disciples are leaving Jericho. A large crowd followed him, and two blind men were sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And the crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. But they, they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And so what are they asking for? Are they asking for, for Jesus just to have, have a nice feeling in his heart about it, about them, you know? To kind of feel sorry, in fact, feel emotional for them? Is that what they're asking for? Is, that's not what they're asking for. Jesus stopped and called them, what do you want me to do for you? And they said, Lord, we want our sight. And so Jesus had compassion, showed mercy on them, and touched their eyes, and immediately they received their sight and followed him. True mercy always, always leads us to take action. It's not just about feeling it in here. It's about doing something about it. It, it, it leads us in. When, when we begin to, to walk out our other gifts with mercy, well, that, then we get to, we get, begin to live out the life of Christ in a better way. Because mercy always helps us not, not to lose sight of what this is all really about. It's really about people. This is really about people. And you know, when, when we lose sight of people, the other gifts, they, they fall apart. Uh, prophecy just becomes, becomes noise that, no, that nobody wants to hear, right? And serving, it becomes so focused on a task that, that, that you lose sight of, of the people you're trying to serve. And, and, and teaching gets so wrapped up in facts that, that, that it becomes a bore or encouragers just become a drill sergeant. Uh, giving becomes about uh, flaunting your wealth just as bad as buying a yacht would be. And, and administrators can grow so rigid that, that no one will even follow them. If, if we lose sight of people, if we lose sight of that's the reason that we do this. That's the reason this all matters. And so we've got to lead the charge. We've got to be merciful and not just let that be that warm, fuzzy feeling that we feel. Sorry for somebody. Or feel pity for something, but let it move us to take action and do something about it. Thanks for listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a need, we would love to pray with you. You can connect with our prayer team by emailing prayer at church2911.com or by texting 205-476-2911. You can learn more about our church by visiting us online at church2911.com and by connecting with us on Facebook and Instagram at church2911. We hope this message has encouraged you and reminded you that God loves you and has an amazing dream for your life. As always, we dare you to dream.